to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they're experimental or norm core from down to earth to here before, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Save the forest, save the whales, throw my co-host in jail. His name's Evan. Here comes the new disaster. Here comes the end of Saker, uh, my co-host. Do you think when I end it will be a disaster? <laughs> do you think I'm going to go out in a fucking flaming ball of glory? Um... No. Okay, cool. Well, lots of prime <laughs> riffing material, but as we all know, you do not like you're gonna, prime. You're, yeah, you're going to go out surrounded in uh, ribs. At the, I want uh, my baby back, baby back. Baby back. Yeah, at the Chili's all-you-can-eat rib. Uh, as we we swore this, we swore together that the Chili's all-you-can-eat rib off is where we would both die. Wait, did you, does Chili's have all-you-can-eat ribs? They will in 2087. Man... I miss Red Robin so fucking bad. Is it gone? I, no, but I COVID is exists. Oh. <laughs> and like, I just want to eat infinite French fries. You can't. Like, no. Well, you. How much does a Red Robin cost? Like, I've never been know, to Red Robin. Ten bucks All for right. a burger and fries, maybe thirteen. Give me ten bucks. Give me thirteen bucks. I'll get you infinite fries. You will I'll not get me infinite fries. You'll get me a lot of fries. But a Red Robin, I can eat fries forever. You think that you're going to play a little trick on me. You think you're going to buy a large bag of fries and I'm going to be like, oh, thank you, Evan. This is infinite. But no, I want infinite fries delivered to me by a man who earns less than minimum wage. Oh, man. That's part of the flavoring of it for me is knowing. They're, they're Red Robin. They have those uh, spicy fries, though. They're like they're like seasoned they're fries. Seasoned fries. Good. They're so good. good. You no don't thanks. like a seasoned fry? I told you I like a limp dick fry. I mean, I love a limp dick fry. I love a sloppy, wet fry. We've had this conversation. I don't remember this conversation because I don't listen to you. It's <laughs> just That's... to put it all out there. <laughs> um, Happy New Year! Hey! Happy New Year! Welcome to 2022, oh, listeners. Man. We are definitely recording this as you hear it. This is a live this... podcast. Yes, yeah, Saker is editing. Boy, is it wild to live in this year, 2022. I'd like a long French fry, not just like I'd like an infinite fry where it's <laughs> it's you know, like a curly fry, yeah. but like a plate of spaghetti. And you got to get uh, one of those rotatoes, I believe is what they're called at the county fair, where it's just oh, a potato yeah. that they slice real thin all the way around and then deep fry it. I don't like those because they're really thin. You sound like my fucking son. I want this. OK, here it is. I don't want this. <laughs> Well, I want a specific type. I've been very clear about the types of potatoes I want. I don't understand what you're not hearing. How much How much do you think it would cost? An infinite potato? Mm-hmm. An infinite amount of money. Okay, give me that. I'll make you an infinite potato. You got it. Check your PayPal account. <laughs> you should see a uh, you should just see a, uh, a, a sideways eight for okay, your balance. Okay, let's see. Uh, there is a sideways eight, but there's a little like negative side before it. Mm-hmm. Is that- mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine if your PayPal balance was a negative infinity? You will never have money again. PayPal just eats all your money. Oh, what fun. And they can get away with it, too. They fucking can. I've seen them do it. Um, The new disaster, the end of days. Ev, do you believe the end of days is coming? No. Really? I mean, not in a biblical sense, not an eschatonic sense. Ooh, eschatonic. I don't know what that word means. Same thing as uh, end of days. 
Oh, okay. Is that why Miskatonic is named the way it is? No. Okay, well, it seems like it might be. It's sort of a end of no, day. It's a different scenario. spelling. Eschatonic was with C-H and Miskatonic is with an I-S-K. So. Okay. Well, I thought it could just... Never mind, I guess. You Prime... made a mistake. You made a mistake. Prime riffing make... territory. <laughs> Glossed like tears in the rain. <laughs> um. All right, Ev. Uh, See, every time you uh, every time you're mean to me, I like put a little tally mark here, and then I get you back by just shutting down one of your. Uh... <laughs> Lucky for me, I've never been mean to you. I am the nicest yeah. little boy. Lucky for me, I've never shut down any prime rib material. My bits, that's right. Just my prime rib material, which is how I'm yep. going out, baby. Your, your little bits, just like little bit. You don't even care about. You don't even care about shadow. A little bit. <laughs> it's sad that I remember every detail of that story. It makes me very. Actually, I don't remember the third dog's name. Was Shadow a little bit and Caesar? No. Caesar uh, sounds about right. We'll look it up sometime. Um, Ebo, how do you think the world will end? Do I actually think the world will end, or do you yeah. want to meet do you want is this riffing material? No, I this actually, is not riff. Oh, okay. In in all seriousness, uh, I think the world will if we manage to stave off this looming ecological collapse, mm. uh, I think the world will end with us gradually becoming uh less uh connected to everything and to the, to each other until we uh fade away like uh tears in the rain my god you think we're all gonna back to the future ourselves wait oh, do, do you mean yes. fade away literally or fade away as a species oh i understand okay but wouldn't it be cool if we're just we gonna did... be mining we're just gonna be devoting more of our um bandwidth our personal bandwidth to mining bitcoin hell fucking yeah bro earning that bread getting it how getting does, that bag how does mining bitcoin work i've never had a i've never understood that because like i know i know the theory of like i know the blockchain i know the theory of bitcoin is that there's only a certain number of them yeah so how do you mine them if there's only a certain number of them well i don't think that we've gotten them all out of the ground we all <laughs> the ground that is the internet. out of the digital ma- you gotta get all world. you gotta break away those ones and zeros so and there's then there's still a the bunch out there bitcoin. that you can take Right, and so when you're mining for them, Satoshi has set them all up, and he's the only man who knows how to get them. And <laughs> so, it's like, so computers are solving uh, riddles. I, I I think that's almost literally what's happening. Sex tags. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, this one's buried in Pornhub. See if you can find <laughs> it. Geolocating sex tags. He's a, you're gonna have to embarrass <laughs> yourself with your search terms. He's hidden that's, them in some homegrown sense of stuff. That's what I want bitcoin to be i want bitcoin to be like if you go to a website there'll be like a little green money icon and if you click it you've just mined bitcoin you found it on the internet it's just a fun surprise but they're in horrible places yeah yeah, you really have to degrade yourself So, like well here's the thing is like some like serial killer who has a like pig fetish is uh getting like a ton of bitcoin Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. The worst people in our society are earning the most Bitcoin, which is actually probably true. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, because all the Bitcoins that were on, like, Yahoo.com's lifestyle page, those have been gone for a long time. Yes. To really yeah. get the Bitcoin that's still out there, you got to deep dive into the black like, web. Do you get a whole Bitcoin or do you get like a fraction of a Bitcoin? Because I know you buy them on. You're like, I, I own 101% of a Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and that's only, that's only worth $1,500. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> do you remember that story about um, the fucking, some dude had like uh, two, 27 Bitcoins or something in an old computer that he threw out. And like, so there's truly like, a billion U.S. dollars sitting in a dump somewhere 
in this yeah, old I mean, ass computer. A lot of bitcoins are just lost forever because if you lose that bitcoin wallet, it's gone. Yeah. You can never get your bitcoins back. Which is fucking wild. I do remember also seeing a post like for a StarCraft tournament that was like oh, yeah, first place, 200. yeah, yeah. $200. Second place, two bitcoins, which is not worth like whatever. $100,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so you believe Bitcoin will be our downfall. That's not what you said at all. No, we're gonna yeah, it will, because we're gonna spend all of our time mining Bitcoin, our brain sure. power. Sure, 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 sure. Interesting. Um We'll all be I, digital gardeners. I think we're just gonna fucking exit Moondy. I think that giant will wake up one day and our simulation will be ended. And before we can even think or blink, it'll be over. I think Ice Nine will just spread and spread, baby. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think we're all going to be I didn't understand over? a single word you just said. I think we are all the dream of a giant. And when he opens okay. his eyes, we go away. You don't know Ice Nine from Cat's Cradle? It's a compound that scientists made. And when it touches water, it turns it into Ice Nine, which is just like this. You can't. It's ice that you can't break. And it, it starts spreading all over the world. They've just fucked the entire world's water supply, basically. Is this real? The thing is this going to happen to us? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is how we will die. I need to protect my water. <laughs> okay, we'll go stash a bunch of jugs, bud. Oh, you know I jug. I love jugs. <laughs> I that's why I get all the bitcoins. That's why they call you the jugger. <laughs> You're just uh. jugging it all day long. But bruv, maybe there'll be a new disaster I haven't even thought of yet. And I think that brings us to this week's song. This week's song is called New Disaster, and if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. Hands are shackled, feet are bound, sinking in the icy water seems inevitable, our protagonist will drown. There's no rescue. Does this song live up to its name? Yes, and nothing more. <laughs> this song is a new disaster? Oh, no, no. I think the song is fine. Okay. Like uh yeah, I think that uh we were we were complaining about BNL not taking a stand on things and they continue to do that. I thought that they took a stand on things in a very weird wrong direction um do you Again? feel yeah i felt like this was kind of their flip right because the, it's what they're i mean, let's jump right into lyrics mm -hmm. it's either an indictment of 24-hour news networks or an indictment of mainstream media and i think it's i think it's both well and and of and and of politics and of the world in general and of humanity yeah it's just but sort of nihilistic isn't it not really because at the end he says the most like facile thing he can which is come on we got to stand together unplug yourself from the media you don't have to live this way come together come with me live to fight another day don't 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 believe the hype this is no way to live your life like it's like it's postmodern the worst type of postmodern in that it takes a stand saying that the, the current structuralist theories are broken mm -hmm. and it deconstructs them and says look here's everything that's wrong and then it doesn't offer any solution or alternative sure it's like 
if we just came together, like the, the conclusion of this fucking book where he talks about how, you know, how the mainstream, how social media is ruining everything and, you know, the devil's in the detail and how retail is, is pushing all these things that we don't need and, you know, that uh, fake news and, and just false false data are just turning everybody the wrong way. His solution is we should all come together and not do that. <laughs> That's a powerful, powerful message to be able to just come together you know what i mean that's big his only practical solution is throwing ceos in jail which isn't bad no let's start there well i mean Mm -hmm. he also wants to save the forest and the whales and the whales you're right we don't need you back in here save the forest save the whales throw the ceo in jail Uh, i don't know because he doesn't tell us how to do any of that no of course not (laughs) i felt like this one was ed just blanket saying don't trust the media right that was kind which is a dangerous thing to say because i think that is the message of a lot of red pillars is like Mm -hmm. the media is against us so when i say that i think ed fucked up the message again i think that because he took such a nothing stance on this everyone is bad everything is bad again this sort of the other, the horseshoe of the both sides is um, in Flip, right? Where Flip was, let's let's listen to everybody. Let's fucking hear everybody out. This is, don't hear anybody. Don't listen to anybody. And I think it's just as bad because he's, he's kind of, you know, sloppily, and I'm sure unintentionally, because we know he's a lefty. He's hit on a message that I think the right wing really wants us to take to heart, which is, don't trust the media. Don't trust what they say. Trust your gut. Trust your heart. Or trust Alex Jones. You know what I mean? I don't. I didn't go that deep into it. I think that he's he's taking a stand against like social media, um, and sort of the the propagation of um, you know incorrect memes and shit on social media, which is a genuine problem. Yeah. Well, like, I think that's I think that's what he's calling out. I don't think he's calling out the mainstream media I, as a whole. I certainly do. People are watching well, TV and checking their fo- uh, or watching TV and they're being shackled by the TV that they're watching. You're talking about the video. Like, well, yes, I am. The video I've, that Ed didn't make, somebody like over Zoom made. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just yeah, I felt like even in the YouTube comments to this song, People, I, I remember there's one guy who was like, boy, the libs won't six, get... Six, six acres, you, 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 Tobe, comment <laughs> no, of the no, week. No, 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 It's just some dude going like, the libs won't get this one. Like, I mean, that's the kind of comparison he's inviting with saying stuff like this. Um, and I do think he's dropping hints, like, you know, tying in commercialism and retail and all that shit. And speaking of, I hate that line delivery. The devil's in the details. They're killing it at retail. <laughs> like, it sucks. The devil's in the details. They're killing it at retail. But yeah, I just felt like again, Ed's stance is not strong enough. This is an in- this is an invisible fence, right? Like, this is like racism is bad. Let's come together. Fucking. It's bad that we have fake news and that, you know, we have a constant source of news that's poisoning our brains. Let's come together. I agree with you there. Yeah. I just don't agree that he is is specifically targeting all media. I think he's targeting media that is meant to stoke divisions among people. Because his, 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 uh, his argument is that we should all come together. And I don't know. I think that... I know, I know that a bunch of uh, arch conservatives hate NPR, but like, you know, it's, it's, that's sort of as basic as you get. 
Yeah. Like, and I don't think NPR stokes divisions unless people are taking like are like shots at it. Yeah. In its, itself. Yeah. So, I don't know. What? But again, in Ed's defense, I don't come to like fucking adult contemporary music for ants for like social answers to social problems right. right yeah yeah i guess but you come to well why do you come to it you come to it because i force you to week after week yes, yes. but do you also come to it i don't know what to feel good i assume that's why most people come to yeah to be entertained yeah does this song make me feel good no does this song entertain you don't, to, you don't have to feel good to be entertained right no you can be you can be scared and be entertained yeah, I guess that's what spooked. horror movies are. Do you feel you like this spooked. was the audio equivalent of a horror movie? No, <laughs> I, might agree I was with just you there. saying that you don't have to feel <laughs> good. To... Yeah, I don't know. But, but again, I also feel Ed is kind of sloppy because the POV he takes in this song is very confused. Because he's alternatively taking the role of the media and someone outside of the media, right? Um, Like he's... In the first verse, he's definitely the media, right? If all the world's a stage, we're burning down the theater with everyone inside. I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we are taking the role of the media who's proud of what they do. It's in the presentation. Rage on demand, right? This is what we do best. If all the world's a stage, we're burning down the theater with everyone inside. It's in the presentation. It's prestidigitation. It's kick the can, slide of hand, fear and outrage on demand. But then he'll take the role of, you know, people who are concerned. Save the forest, save the whales, throw the CEO in jail. Or maybe that's not. Maybe that's the media trying to say these things to get some woke clout, right? Like, you know, I, I don't know. It's I, I was confused on the singer of this and what their viewpoint was and what was happening. Yeah, I mean, it seems just like a sort of a general scree against the state of the world is yeah. how I read it. Yeah, um, and he's and he's taking pot shots at you know a lot of different targets, right? And you know, again, without providing any real solutions. But again, this, this isn't like a, a political paper that I'm reading, right? This is a this is a bare naked. This is the thirteenth album from the bare naked ladies. Yeah, third song. But I think like I'm not. I don't know. When you say things like you know this is their 13th album. Like we need to give them a lot of leeway. I'm wondering, like, do you think that, you know, they deserve leeway on all their songs from now on forever, just because this is their 13th album. No, I'm saying they're aging rockers and their purpose. What are you doing to your face? Stop. <laughs> I hate that. What I do you think? My point. <laughs> I think they're I think they're aging rockers who have somewhat lost touch with reality, but their hearts are in the right place, and they're sort of. It's a fucking rock song. Like, what do you expect from this? Like, first go to your local parlor, like your local village council, and talk no. to them about racial justice. Like, but I like, what are we doing? I here? expect them to have. Here comes the racial justice. Here's exactly what you do. Follow this easy list, and I'm gonna teach you a thing or two. Well, like, now you're right because they do on their selfie cam jams. They were diligent every week and saying here's what you can do you could donate to this right. or donate to this or donate to this but in comparison to people like steven page like compare this to a white noise it feels like he he understood the assignment right like that makes sense to me and it has a stronger stance this is it's so easy to say that 
this is bad without saying why it's bad or giving specific examples about its badness. And I mean, you make fun in your specificity, but I think you can get specific and, and sing a song about, you know, exactly why or what is happening and what you're complaining about. Because without examples, it's just like, yeah, I guess the media is bad, isn't it? Sure is. Well, well, yes, but also, like, to what extent is their role as a aging rock band to provide concrete solutions or to raise awareness about issues? None. Absolutely none. Right. So why even attempt it? Well, I mean, if you're... If, if you're going to do something, do it well. Exactly. If you're going to steal, if you're going to culturally appropriate, do it well. Exactly. But, um, I'm, I'm glad you finally come around on my arguments. <laughs> but I think that as a function of... I, 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 what I don't like about this song is 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 sort of exemplified in your YouTube comment where like libs won't get this yeah. like so some fuckers are reading this as support of their points because it's so vague, right? Yeah. If I feel like one one of the things specificity would like if he explicitly called out like a couple targets on the on the on the far right like uh, Spencer News. or yeah, Alex Jones fucking... or Fox News or anything like that like I feel like being I. We understand what he's saying, but I feel like it can be that one of his arguments is that things things are you know, like meme culture is so easy to easy to read into what you want, and humans are so good at making patterns that you know we have to be wary of fake news and things like that. But at the same time, he's producing something so vague that it can be read by the other side as supporting their points. Right. So that's where I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, basically. Oh, you're, uh, I don't think that's exactly what you were saying, but um... basically. What I'm saying is, I don't think that, I don't know, I think that they have a responsibility as people with a platform to produce some sort of art that is in, you know, defense of, you know, basic human decency and, like, social justice and things like that. But at the same time, it's their role to raise awareness rather than to provide concrete solutions. Yeah. Um... And what are you more aware of now? That the media has a hold on us? I mean, also, who didn't... I don't know. Know that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't no, know. I, I'm not disagreeing I'm that this song is, this song is uh, very general yeah. and vague and sort of, you know, unfocused. But yeah. at the same time, I'm saying it doesn't have to be. Yeah, okay. I mean, it is what you ascribe it to be. I mean, you can put whatever you want into this song, and there it is. There you have it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I... I I, this song just kind of, again, I feel like they're, they don't I'm, I want like to I'm... alienate their aging white women listeners. <laughs> so they make a song that is, well, no matter what side you're on, you know, let's hear each other out and maybe you'll, you'll get something from this song. Yep. Don't, don't disagree on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, looks like we've hit an impasse here. Haven't we Dickin? <laughs> Um, no, I disagreed with I you. Know, we're saying the same thing, I think, for the most yeah, part. I think. Um, I liked that um, Like Ed's voice sounded kind of phlegmy to you in the song. Like, it was run through like a... A phlegm When filter. he's singing. <laughs> like, yeah, it was run through like a filter that made it kind of crackly and like... <clears throat> like, yeah, it just I sounded weird that. to me. Okay. I like that. I, I it made w- him sound like he can't enunciate. Like, he's like stumbling over words. Huh. I did not notice that at all. Um, oh, maybe I'm going... Nah. <laughs> I mean, I, I he's trying to do some. There's some shit that Ed's voice. Oh, you know what? Here we go. I did write. It, this sounds like garbage. Ed's voice just can't do it. But in specific, I was talking about the bridge to the song. 
which is trying so hard to be the we didn't start the fire or it's yep. the end yep. of yep. the world as we that. know it. Yeah, when he's I like literally wrote that fear, down. fear, disappear. That's like exactly the cadence of uh, it's the end of the world as we know it, which I mean is about the end of the world. I obviously an influence for this song, but mm-hmm. boy, did he just put his refer- references on his sleeve there. Midnight ticking down, time to turn the ship around. Everybody feeding ya anti-social media. Fear, fear, disappear. We don't need you back in here. Save the forest, save the whales, throw uh, the sea in jail. The line I hated most in this song was one of the last, like, might be a mess, but it's a hell of a good time. What the fuck are you talking about, you stupid piece of shit? (laughs) How fucking dare you? Sponsors might be a mess, might be a mess, might be a mess, but it's a hell of a good time. From your, like, privileged fucking mountain saying, Oh yeah, it's a messy world, but I'm having a great time with my millions of dollars in my fucking lake house. Eat shit, Ed Robertson. I'm calling you out specifically. How dare you write a fucking line like that? Well, I... I think what he was trying to aim for there is kind of the bread and circuses of the whole thing, right? By saying like, uh, you know, well, this, actually, yeah, yeah, the, it's it. Twenty four hour news cycle is fucking a mess, but you're getting your entertainment out of it. It's a good time. Like we're watching the celebrity gossip and the scandals and the. I don't think he was necessarily talking about, uh, you know, societal inequality. I think he was kind of talking about like, let's just enjoy the the fucking, you know, the the circus. Well, now don't I feel stupid? Don't you? That's no, fine. I, I, I'm gonna Ed Robertson. I'm sorry. I spoke out of anger. <laughs> um, if you were truly talking about like, if you were talking perspective of the media, like how how they're taking advantage of this to to create political divisions and sell you know stuff. If that was what you were trying to say, I formally retract my fuck you. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's keep the fuck you in play just for the moment because I do think there's a lot of lyrics in the song that are absolute fucking bullshit that <laughs> don't make any sense for ex- go on for for example uh when he says um our leaders lied to us but if we pay attention we can get in on the joke broke our leaders lied to us but if we pay attention we can get in on the joke still- what what the fuck are you how are we gonna get in on our leaders joke like i don't understand what that means like we can buddy up to our leaders and be part of the the fun or I like, think he's saying if you pay attention and if you're able to, if you're checking your sources, you can understand how they're lying to you. But that's not a very funny joke, I wouldn't say. No. All right. <laughs> I don't think leaders lying to their population. I don't think it's a joke at all. I see. Also, I think he's doing it sort of scun- tongue in cheek. Yeah. Cast your vote. Okay, so cross promote now. Cast your vote. There's plenty of room on the light. So cross promote now. Cast your votes. There's plenty of room. Lifeboat? Are you fucking talking about what vote? How does casting a vote get you onto the lifeboat? Like it's just meaningless, like just trite rhyming dictionary shit to say. Uh, this the lyrics a lot of the time seem striking and important, but they're just like they're nothing. They're they're not saying anything at all. I felt like I don't know. Any disagreement there? No. Can we give a big <laughs> fuck you to Ed Robertson? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Fair. I'm, I'm wishy. I'm. I'm. I'm pulling. I'm pulling back. You pulling that. back. All right. Well, I'm on the I'm fuck you have Robertson train now. All right. Well, know. good for you. Do you know what they were going to name uh, um, Detour de Force? No. They're going to call it herd immunity with an H E A R D. Jesus Christ! Had they named it herd immunity after fake nudes, I would have shot myself in the face. 
<laughs> that and Ed is sucks. on record as saying, yeah, we were going to name it Herd Immunity, but that didn't end up going with it because two of my bandmates are cowards. Is wow! His, uh, is, is... <laughs> wow! They had a shitty, quote. a shitty pun that will not stand the test of time for the last album. I am truly thankful, even though Detour de Force is also bad. Herd Immunity is perhaps the worst title I've ever heard. Tyler came up with Herd Immunity. Or not, with uh, Detour de Force. Oh, okay. Detour yeah. de Force I'll take. It's kind of clever. Yeah. I don't know. I also I also found out that they, um, how they do their song selection is they, uh, Kev is apparently an incredibly prolific songwriter. Uh-huh. So Ed, will, Ed and the rest of the band will write like 15 songs and Kev by himself will write 15 songs. <laughs> okay. And then they just take them all and put them on like grid paper and everybody picks the top 15 songs that they like. Oh, interesting. And whatever song gets four votes, that's the like the core of the album. And then they sort of wheel and deal and, uh, you know, discuss and vote shifting. They said it was very de- democratic. Oh, shit. They all pull out their copy of Diplomacy and mm-hmm. they each are Italy and they just try to battle it out, baby. Um, baby. Each alternative Italy's. Alternative Italy's. That's what I say to kind of warm Italy. myself up <laughs> before. Um, hey, I was thinking about buying gelato, gelato. buying this what? mirror on eBay that allows me to see into alternative universes. What do you think? Hmm. I'll pick it up. Well, how much? How much? How much is it? Fourteen dollars. Oh, not even like a fourteen ninety nine. Barely cheap. I mean, it's a bid. I feel thing. like you're gonna get some. I think you're gonna get bad universes like dick noses and like worm teeth. All right. And, well. I'd like to just you know, try it out, though. People who are talking, but, like, their heads are like Muppets, so they're just kind of, like, <laughs> popping back, like, I, 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 like that. Sure, those little South Park characters, the Canadians. The Canadians! The Bare Naked Ladies! Speaking of the Bare Naked Ladies, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about New Disaster. <laughs> That's right, our song this week is... Um, every song on this album has been sub-four minutes so far. That's interesting. Yeah, it's good. I think... As a song, I think I enjoy New Disaster. I don't think I liked... I, I, I didn't like the the lyrics i didn't really enjoy the lyrics i thought they were fine but i think the song itself it reminded me of like some like soft pop punk like something that like blink 182 would have put out in like the, their later career and or like no effects even no effects like but like toned down like right with no heart with all the all the hard edges filed off yes um as a counterpoint i do see where you're going with pop punk i wrote in my notes this song is the musical equivalent of banging your head against the brick wall I could not get into this song. I could not understand how people could get into this song. It just felt like listening to fucking, like, I couldn't find my inroad. I couldn't find a way to be like, ah, I like this thing in this song. The drums are just boring to four the entire song. You didn't song, like the, where the, the where this, just before the lyrics came in, like the drums went left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right in your ears. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, uh, right I, before the four, first chorus. Maybe I would have loved that. The, oh, I mean, I did. I like before verse two when they had that little tape stop moment, where like mm-hmm. that was my like my shining moment in the song, I guess. <laughs> but they do love their woes on this album. Oh though. my fucking god! Whoa! Like, please, guys. That's fine. It's they just love them. So over- two out of three songs have had woes on in them. You, the whole band is coming off as overproduced. Like the whole thing feels like you are just trying so hard. I hate that feel. Oh, 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 oh. You want to 
just seem like they're doing it just e- it was it's easy for them i mean that's the way the first five albums felt as kind of like let's just fucking do it and figure it out i mean around stunt maroon maybe it stopped feeling that way but i feel like the first three albums felt very like just fucking not improving. even maybe you should drive yeah i think so I think you've got some shit on that album that sounds fun and breezy. And I mean, I I think maybe you should drive always gets the shit because it's that. And if I had a gun, there'd be no tomorrow. That's a good one. No, maybe not breezy, but that's a good one. It's got that black and white cover and it ends with great provider. So it makes me feel like it is an album for grandpas, but it is not. It just looks (laughs) like it. Um, oh, I want to make an album for grandpas. Oh, like music for babies, like nursery music, except it's music yeah. specifically for nursing homes. What would yeah. that be? Um, what? Because it'd be, I don't know, what would be greatest generation music, but, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, the problem is that babies are all at tabula rasa, right? So right. when they make albums for babies, it's all the same very simple noises. But albums for nursing homes would have to be different for every generation, Everybody... Well, here's the thing. No, you'd have to get to what all old people like, regardless of generation. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the Zoom background. Saker has a Zoom background, and he keeps disappearing into it on purpose, <laughs> and it's hard to hard to make contact with him. <laughs> Sorry, I feel bro. I feel disconnected, and I have to like re. You know, it's like it's like a dropped call. Right. Like I can't. I, it takes me like five to ten seconds to get back into the the mood. Yeah. Fair. Okay. There we go. That's better. All done. Is that? Okay, I thought you would put a picture of the background of your room that you're doing right behind you. <laughs> yeah, this is a virtual background. Um, but um, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, uh, we'd have to get to some some soundscape, some musical soundscape that would appeal to just the elderly mind. Yeah, The elderly human mind. Because we're all human, right? Yes. So is it like... So we need, we need what we would call the gray noise. I think at this the gray point. noise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so making whale whale songs. The gray note. The gray note. Yeah. Uh, okay. So would it just be like a whale song the whole time? Do you think composed of variations of the gray note? No, I think it would be. It'd be have to be something like because they need stimulation. You know, like the elderly mind also needs stimulation. Like a baby, like the elderly mind needs stimulation sure. too. Otherwise, it starts to you know turn into pudding. Sure. So, like, I think it'd have to be something musically dense, but also not so dense they can't follow it. Can I suggest perhaps just on loop the Antiques Roadshow theme song? Burn up, burn up, burn up, burn up, burn up, burn up. Is that the Antiques Roadshow? The Antiques Roadshow has the best theme song. And of course it's layered behind us right now. But it's the... It's like the Moss Eisley Cantina song. Kind of a little bit. It's Moss Eisley for old people. Uh, anyway, it rules. I love. No, it'll be that'd be good because it get them excited to watch Antique Roadshow, but Antique Roadshow never comes. <laughs> oh, well, Grandpa, <laughs> that's a sad way to live your life. Constantly hoping and wishing for something that will never come. Well, I mean, if you're living in a loop, though, like just the, I feel like a lot of times the anticipation is the best thing. Oh. Like, say your 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 mind's pudding, and like you're you're like. Uh, you know, like, oh, Antiques Roadshow. You know, like, a lot of times, like, Friday is kind of the best day of the week because you're like, oh, I got this whole weekend ahead of me. You know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I got all this stuff to look forward to. Uh-huh. And then Sunday's the worst time because you're done with it. Right. And I feel like being old is the Sunday of your life, right? You're like, sure. ugh, I got to go into the afterlife and I got to start turning in these fucking tokens right. that I got for whatever, you know, whatever I can get with them. 
Right. So I'm just gonna get 16 bouncy balls and then like a little maze where you can have a little marble that goes around. So, so you. Th- I'm never gonna get that PlayStation Four <laughs> for my afterlife. Yeah. Uh, so you think living in a loop was good? You have to keep convincing them that it is Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to. You have to make them think that they have something to look forward to. So here's what we do. We lay down the gray note as sort of the base. That, but over and it. we put the antique roadshow on. And then. Over that, we say, it's Friday, Friday, Friday time. Friday of Friday, your life. And then we also layer in uh, names. Like they, we call them by name because, um, you know, recognition also helps with like with, with memory. Reggie so, like, and Paul. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Oh, so just like their name, Alvaretta. their name is being called out of fucking Freddy's uh, Burgers. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, I do love that. Order number one oh seven. Sure, love it. Uh, remember when we were talking about the branding? We just hit upon another million dollar idea. By, by the by, it's a hell of a good time. But, but speaking oh, of the fucking all the shit that we were just talking about, if the song ended with "Hell of a Good Time," it would be f- better. But the fact that it goes, hell of a good time, and then they go, whoa, whoa, like they have to add their fucking whoa's to fucking the intro, the outro, the mid-tro. like a like i said like a um a pop punk band or like a like a 30 second from mars sort of thing where they're just kind of like you know they're just trying to ape a musical style and they they do it fine yeah but they don't do anything new or interesting with it and um i thought it was okay like it 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 worked fine for me i didn't i didn't have a it was like you said like slamming your head against a brick wall yeah. mine would be like pushing your face into a padded wall that is painted to look like a brick okay wall. so you think you're gonna you think you're gonna get hurt by it but then it's just like that's kind of that sounds you just fun. Kinda smush, TBH. You just kind of smush your face into yeah. there. All right. Um, yeah. I just, the rest of my notes on this are just fucking. I hated the dissonant voices that were like the news reporters on the pre-chorus. Like, thought mm-hmm. that was annoying. I don't know. I had nothing good to say about this song. Oh, Ed's use of press the digitation. What a smart dude. I love Ed. He is a clever guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else did you have about this song? N- nothing about the song itself. What about the uh, video? Sure. Let's talk about the vid, baby. Uh, animated video. Kind of a fun little mm-hmm. style. Although the animation is definitely not top-notch animation. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's what you get. It's, uh, they, they should stop contracting fiverr they need to get off of gupta media at this point <laughs> i do not mean to be insulting to whoever the animator yeah, is. we watch the tv and like you feel like you're chained to the tv and your phone and you're like oh my god some, somebody please help me <laughs> uh, and then i didn't get the um the i understood the video like it's a comic book uh pap about like sort of unplugging from media right right why it was in comic um, book format is beyond me but whatever whatever you know like it's it's fine uh there was a nice they live reference in it which was pretty fun where they went by the things and there was those those billboards that said obey on it um but like 
I don't get the, the the rising action of the video. Okay, so the the family is sitting in front of this screen. These and the brother immediately looks insane. His eyes are huge, yes. and he's like smiling <laughs> down at his phone. It it's wonderful. But go ahead. And then the mom and dad. So yeah, so they're slowly being like infiltrated by these like tendrils of media. These like glowing tendrils, and they inevitably become um like hangman's nooses. Yeah. You know, like the song. I'm sure that was Jim's idea. But um, they're saved by the little girl, and she saves them by going into the TV, and which I think is what the exact opposite of what you want. <laughs> and then meeting bare naked ladies as a band, and then with the power of rock, they break all these chains yes. and free everybody. They're, they're flying up in space and shooting out rock <laughs> lasers down to Earth. Yeah, the little girl got up. The family didn't get mad for some reason. They just all became yeah. more of a family. Uh, yeah, inside the media machine looks fucking rad. It makes me want to get myself inside that mainstream media. I want I want to be a little tiny little man on a guitar. Oh, good good times. Um, but boy oh boy, did Bernie and Ladies the band itself look like ass in this video? <laughs> it looked fucking horrible. It looked real mad. Oh god. Oh man. And Ty just looked like a blob. It was so bad. <laughs> uh, I did like their fucking house, the parents' house. Like, they had uh, the fucking parlor walls from Fahrenheit 451. Like, the whole wall was a fucking TV. The biggest oh, TV. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're, I didn't pay attention. Their little maze carpet kicked ass. I don't know. There's just a bunch of little details about their house that looked uh, looked really fun. But one of the things about this video that kind of cemented New Disaster being anti-media in general to me is the sarcastic tone of, like, you know, here comes a new disaster. Here comes the end of days, which is meant to be sarcasm. It's Bare Naked Lady mm-hmm. saying, like, everything is going to be a new disaster, right? That's the, mm-hmm. that's the machine the media propagates to keep you enthralled, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And they're singing this over, like, what looks like protesters versus police. Like, they're throwing Molotov cocktails. Uh-huh. And Bare Naked Lady's like, oh, here's another disaster. <laughs> We're like, yeah, this is serious <laughs> shit, it looks like. They're like policing gas masks. Yeah. It looked like, yeah. like, like that made me feel. And it, uh, you're right. I, it's genuinely serious, guys. <laughs> I did not. I could not separate the video from the song. But for me, that made me feel like the Brandon ladies gave it their thumbs up. They must have seen the storyboards. Um, and it's just like this is th- there is sometimes a new disaster that we have to pay attention to. We should all be boycotting <laughs> Kellogg's. We should like that's shitty. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you uh, did 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 you like the video in general? I thought it was. As far as like BNL videos go, I feel like this. I'm, I'm first off. I'm surprised they've done a video for every song this thus far. Wild, yeah. I don't think that. And I'm gonna be up. honest. As far as BNL videos go, these three have been good. Yeah. Like, as far as like, compare this to I don't know the one where they were uh, in a Microsoft desktop background right. flying around on you know planes and shit yeah. like. As far as animated BNL, or the one where they were uh, a boomerang was real sad that it God, got thrown away and came back and fell in love with a girl video, again. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, think about those videos, yeah. and then think about, these have actually been good videos. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I like this one the least out of the three, but I'm not going to argue that, yeah, they've all been uh, at least acceptable. At least they're trying to do something. Yes. Although, is it something different? Because here we have a comic book, and Flip was about a flip book. Like, it's a, they're already <laughs> sort of skimming the line of, like... Yeah, all right. And there's no. Re- it was different enough. It was different enough for me because Flip was kind of whimsical and juicy, and this was kind of like, just you know, like a swamp thing, <laughs> all greasy and and slimy. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, brother, that's all I had about this video. 
Yeah, okay. me too. Well then, Ev, what I want to hear from you is I truly want to know what game show this song is about. This song is about a survival game show that aired on BBC3 from 2015, February to March. <laughs> it was... <laughs> you pick the worst game shows. I love it so much. <laughs> well, I don't. BNL sure, does. you're right. I'm sorry. It was... It was promoted as the toughest game show on tv uh-huh. and it is called i survived a zombie apocalypse uh-huh. it ran uh, like i said 2015 february to march and also ran uh reruns ran in october of 2015 okay. and that's important don't forget that okay so the premise of the show is that contestants must survive for seven days in an abandoned shopping center overrun by zombies after the world has been exposed to a quote unquote 5g wi-fi virus huh okay <laughs> Fair yes, yes 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 so um they have to make a base secure f- they do games basically they have to make a base secure food and a complete task set by the army and then after seven days all the contestants that quote-unquote survive and complete games and stuff will be evacuated by the army. okay um so it's like a like a um return of the living dead sort of situation where they're in an abandoned shopping mall and the shopping mall was um in where the hell Scotland. is my note for that west calder scotland right. which is uh, the freeport Le- freeport leisure and retail village and which is about a half hour um southwest of um the township of king aberdeen aberdeen oh, okay all right so yeah keep that that's also this important. is all critical okay got it this is all critical all right. so the um reason uh, the zombies are all actors obviously trained by uh scare scotland which is a company that specializes on horror actors for film and theater and tv and stuff okay. like that um so they're and throughout the uh the 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 days the seven days like they introduce like zombies like the bride and the abomination oh, who like come and are tougher tougher versions zombies. of zombies I and can't that. be stopped by stuff like that um so yeah and also out of the seven contestants like two or three of them actually turn out to be actors oh. who are played like like midway through the uh, um thing like uh they accidentally turn on a 5g wi-fi signal and uh suddenly one of the uh people with them starts to turn into that's a zombie. amazing yeah it sounds like a really fun game yeah and they have to the thing is like they have this base and um the army gives them tasks but they don't you don't have to do the tasks the only goal is to survive um but you have to do the tasks to, like get water or food or things like that uh, or, or vegetables or fresh foods so they could just live on like but um the tasks aren't for everyone like they're like you need to have like two or three people do this and then collectively they decide who goes out and do them so people get in trouble for not doing tasks and stuff and they get yelled at by everyone else in the group okay um so actually i kind of want to watch this but it's introduced uh the series is introduced by a prequel comic book what uh, wow illustrated by nick himes um which talks about how uh this tech mogul declan hughes um exploited a legal loophole to release 5g network uh without existed like uh, in wi-fi without uh, a proper testing mm-hmm. and this somehow weakens the blood brain barrier allowing to like wi-fi to infect users um and so everyone in britain gets pink eye and then that slowly becomes a zombie infection wow okay uh so this the show is set six months after this outbreak and uh it's a uh, Narr- it's not narrated but the announcer is a uh, greg james who is a british radio host comedian and um most famous british uh cricket podcaster <laughs> tailender <laughs> yes okay very exciting so um so he's like a public he's like uh he's posited as the only pu- the only public figure who survived okay. so he's doing all the oh, announcements 
and uh, he does the uh, announcements for this preventative agency for neurological transformation and zombification. Uh, ac- the acronym is PANTS. Okay. Um, and he does these sort of like comic book style announcements, like a um, sort of like Fallout style, the Fallout games, where it's like, make sure to put your radiation suit on. Sure. Like he's like talking like this. Sort of, so it's like sort of a dark comedy and humor and things like that. He's making these jokes about how to stay alive in the zombie apocalypse but they have to do games like filling water canteens getting food restoring power to camp um one time it it floods and they have to deal with that they have to dodge um like fast zombies show up at some point and they have to dodge those guys uh they have to find like meds that will prevent them from getting affected do do they Um, have like gun like nerf guns or something like are they no no it's just to dodge them okay got it it's just a dodge game yeah okay they have to build barriers they have to get bedding um they have to like sneak through to like recover like a military thing they have to pass through the zombie horde undetected um there's one where one of them gets captured and they have to like uh uh free him from the zombies and there's another one where they have to like lure the abomb they find out that the abomination is um can't be stopped like he can rip through their barricades but like he if you put him in a in cold he like shuts down so they have to like lure him into a freezer this is so cool this sounds amazing um, i know it sounds like a fun fucking show i kind of want to like seek it out yeah um but uh like as it's very clear uh, that the BNL wrote this song about this specific <laughs> show because if you remember, I said uh, October 2015. Uh-huh. Um, do you want to know where BNL was playing a concert in October 2015 when this show Certainly was being Certainly not run? Scotland. Scotland. No. Do you know where exactly in Scotland? Certainly. Aberdeen, Scotland. Whoa. Half an hour from where this show was Holy filmed. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So. So, yes. So, obviously, they saw the reruns here and they wrote this song about right. that. That makes sense. Okay. How does it exactly relate to this song? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hands are shackled, feet are bound. There are multiple scenes where the zombies are, like, shackled in their things, and they start to slowly escape. Like, there's one where they have to go into this uh, room full of, like, hospital beds, mm-hmm. and all the zombies are, like, shackled down, but they can you can see them, like, starting to get rid of their um, their their restraints and, like, come after them. It seems inevitable our protagonists will drown because there's so many zombies. Sure. Um, there's no rescue, no way off this this ride. Well, there is, but the military's coming. It's, but it's you know, it is a reality show. It's just prestidigitation. It's presentation. Right. You know, they're kicking the can down the road. It's sleight of hand, sort of that fear and doubt, like rage on demand, just like the abomination. Um, and uh, you know, it, it is sort of positive as the end of days because most of Britain has become zombified. Um, and you know, it, but it's also a show that has commercial sponsors, so they'll you know they often have the. Like, oh, will Jonathan get caught by the zombies? Stay tuned after this commercial break. Stay tuned for scary monsters. That's cool, you know, right? A literal word for word, but first a word from our sponsors. But it might be a mess, but it's a hell of a good time, yeah. right? This is a fun setting because we know it's not real. Um, our leaders lied to us. Yeah, like Declan Hughes, who uh, tried to get that 5G wireless out there. That. Uh, the devil's in the details. Like, you got to get these tasks exactly right or you're going to get caught by the sure. zombie. They're killing it in retail. They are literally in a shopping mall. <laughs> literally mode. killing it. All right, fair. Yeah, there's plenty of room in the lifeboat referring to the helicopter that takes them wow. away from the, during the, the, the three survivors. Midnight ticking down. Yes, they're getting rescued at midnight after seven days. Of course. Um, everybody feeding into your anti-social media. Fear, fear disappeared. Declan, oh, throw this CEO in jail. Yes, let's throw Declan Hughes in jail for releasing the zombie virus. Gotta come together, come what may, and live to fight another day. You have to work together to solve the military tasks. Yeah, okay. So, you know. Wow, you really thought this through, Ebbo. This is no way to live your life. (laughs) No. As an aside, I have found a torrent of I Survived a Zombie Apocalypse episodes one through eight. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Can we watch that I would love, I I cannot, yeah, next time we hang out. For sure, absolutely we will. Um, Wow, this sounds like a super cool, I'm so glad that you've introduced me to a new show that I really want to watch. 
I liked the uh, that your your hatred and anger became slowly uh, <laughs> totally like, dissipated. Oh, God, you didn't pick Wheel of Fortune reruns. <laughs> um, tell me, how do you think Joe Camel would do on I Survived a Zombie Apocalypse? <laughs> I feel like he would do terrible, really, because he would like punch out a fucking zombie day sure one. he would get too angry he's got a short trigger joe camel yeah 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 i feel like i mean he's got military experience so i feel like he seems like the kind of guy who would do well on who i survived a zombie apocalypse but at the same time like i don't think he can separate reality from fantasy <laughs> sure <laughs> joe yeah camel. he does seem to have some problem with that yeah because he's one of those people who like if you say something to him he would get into fist fights with the other survivors and they would yeah. be like the producers would have to step in and be like, no, 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 we're this is a TV show, this is drama. We're doing this like I asked Declan to be angry at you, <laughs> like, and like I think that like he would go on a mission, and I think he would do pretty well on the missions because right. I bet he's fast and and tough and that. But like he doesn't, tr- I don't think he likes or trusts other people, right. so he wouldn't have any help. So he'd get like surrounded by zombies, and then the, it'd be like cutting the commercial. They'd have to cut the commercial real quick because he just starts swinging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, he's he doesn't know. There's no kayfabe to him. Starts throwing hands. Yeah, he gets fired from so, the show. I think pretty quickly. In fact, yeah, he gets he has to be asked to yeah. leave. Like, or and then maybe um, then maybe they like uh, he like okay, cool, cool, cool. Like he gets the he gets the joke, so they bring him back as a zombie, like in like a surprise zombie in like episode seven or eight, because now he's like in on it, right? And I think. I think that Joe Camel doesn't like looking stupid. No, oh. and doesn't like doesn't like failing. Yes, he hates being so made I feel a fool. Like, yeah, yes. So I feel like like once he's in on the joke, he is prob- possibly the best thing about yeah. the show. But that's not winning. No. That's not winning. He doesn't do well on the game. Has show. he done well on any of the game shows so far? Beach well, flip. he hired somebody to do well for him. But yeah, I guess so. I don't think Joe Camel's a game show kind of guy, which yeah. is why it makes this so yeah, interesting. Yeah, you're right. That is difficult. Interesting. Do you ever know anybody who's been on a reality show? I almost knew someone who has. Oh, oh, are you talking about me? Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> no. Oh, good. God, Listeners, Saker got uh, into the final uh, round for King of the Nerds. Was that King what it was of the called? Nerds. King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. The season two. Uh, their, like will call list. If someone turned out to be like a yeah, uh, sexual predator, basically, or yeah, that's how it turned out. Why? Well, little did they know. Little <laughs> you're a sexual predator. I actually, but I've, I've, I knew somebody who was already on that show, and then I made friends with somebody else who was on season two of that show. Um, so they're all, we're all friends. I know two reality TV stars. There you go. King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. Well-loved King of the Nerds reality show, which everyone knows about. (laughs) Ran for four sad seasons on TBS. Is best known for sometimes showing up on Reddit.com's Cringetopia subreddit because of the horrible, there's just scenes where everyone is so cringy and ridiculous. Uh, what a great show. That was so much fun. Yeah, I feel like it, King of the Nerds has got to be, you got to just aim for that social awkwardness. Oh, yeah. Right? They certainly hired some people because they were the most socially awkward people they had ever seen before. They knew what they were doing with that show. They understood the assignment. <laughs> Ev, I think it's about time we rate this song. Now we're going to rate the song. We rate it on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. As usual, Ev, but we start with you. What do you think this song is on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed? I get a, I get a red, a red warning, red code red, code red, and my uh, um, message. Uh, one of the various groups that I'm a member of says we need to do a flash protest right oh. now, to to because Roe versus Wade is going down or something like okay. that. Something that seemed like a no brainer that most people in America are for, but and yet somehow the conservatives have managed to get into the 
gerrymander their way into taking a swing at it again uh, for, you know, just because that's what they do now, I yeah. guess, because they don't really have a platform anymore. Um, so, uh, I mean, a platform apart from, you know, religious right. Uh, so anyway, uh, Flash protest. And it is, uh, well, what? It's January 5th. When is this episode coming out? January oh, I 5th? thought you were making a reference to January 6th. Uh, this episode is coming out on the 4th. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's me getting roped into the uh, cap- storm in the capital. That's I th- where I thought you were Whoops. going with that. Next thing I knew, I was in uh, Janet Yellen's office. <laughs> taking pictures on her Wi-Fi. Uh, the 4th is when this comes out. Okay, the 4th. Yeah, so in two days, we're going to have this amazing... No, I'm kidding. We, uh... So I get my uh, my protest gear on. I get my little sashes. I get my yellow um, thing so that I can be seen by traffic and stuff like that. I get my uh, hat on because it's cold. I get my coat on, and uh, I get to the protest and it um, wearing my uh, sh- shoes and shirt and uh, all sorts of stuff. I get there. They're handing out little flashlights uh, with lights. We're gonna we're gonna sing some songs. Then we're gonna march to the uh, Ohio Capitol mm-hmm. building and complain about. They won't tell me. Okay. Oh, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. F- this is but... bad. I think this might be. <laughs> The January 4th riot that is planned for the next year. Yes. Yeah, that's okay, because the Columbus police just open fire on us with rubber bullets when we're, <laughs> you know, still a quarter of a mile sure. away, and they start tear gassing us pretty much on jump. Lovely. Because that's what that's what CPD does. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Shout local out. boys. Back back the brew. Boys in blue. Back the crew. Back the crew. <laughs> Our local soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this song is fine. I feel like its heart is in the right place. It's showing up to protest. It's heavily clothed, though. You know, it's it's got it's, it's got um. He, it brought a gas. It's mask. got that like. Yeah, I got a ga- I got a I got a gas mask. I've got like a newspaper shoved under there in case like I get hit with rubber bullets mm-hmm. because you need like six or you know like magazines under there to absorb the right. shock. So you know, it's like a makeshift uh not bulletproof yeah. vest but rubber bullet less yeah. like resistant area. You know, I've got gloves on with like the um. Not armor, but like the plastic things, so that you can like grab and hold, like the the fingers that allow you to like the plastic things allow you to grab and hold stuff in case you're running and need to hold oh, on to things. I've never heard um, of this. I got shoes with good grip sure. on. I've got a bottle of clean water. I've got uh, some saline solution for washing out eyes. Like I'm ready for a protest. Oh. I've got a uh, shield made from a trash can wow. lid, just in case. Fancy you. Yeah, strapped to my back. That's cool. Um, well, the, the police will confiscate. Yeah, it. of course they will. That's why you make it out of some. That's why you make it out of something cheap. But um, yeah, that's the that's what that's I do, it. and I'm pretty pretty heavily clothed. Okay. This is a not not a great song, but I feel like it's hearts in the right yeah, place. Yeah, of course. Um, not sure what I'm protesting. Still, uh oh, here it comes. Give me one second. Uh oh, uh oh. Saker's left. Um, something's wrong in his house. He took his earphone off, his headphones off, and he cocked his head, and the look on his face was not jovial. It was troubled. Um, his brows were lowered, his eyes were shadowed, his lips downturned. A bit of a scowl nestled at the corner of his mouth, but also something approaching fear. He's back. He's putting on his headphones. Folks, okay. you, you hear it now. You're going to hear it now. First, first thing, first hand. What, what happened? I just had to check to see if they needed me. They, they what, why could they? Why would they need you? I don't know. Maybe something was wrong. <laughs> oh, so you didn't actually? Nothing was wrong, and well, they didn't need you. When my partner needs me, she stomps really hard on the ground if she forgot her cell phone, because uh, she's up in 
uh, my son's room, which is right above this. I'm cutting all this. Uh, oh yeah, and so okay, I heard. So I heard a bunch. Cut it when it's beneficial to you. But I had some pretty good. Uh, well, had some pretty good news. Hey, why, don't you, uh, why don't you edit the episode? <laughs> that would be great. Then you can do whatever you want. Hey, you want me to edit this episode? Okay, podcast. Oh, okay, over. never mind. I got excited for a sec. Uh, for oh. me, this uh, this song. Oh, wake up in the morning. Wake up in the morning, head's a little fuzzy. Turn on the TV and learn French from Muzzy. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm walking. I see little girls. That's what I see. Je suis la jeune fille. Hot damn! You're gonna be on the next TD6 album. Um, I'm walking to Little Caesars like I do every day to get a crazy calzone <laughs> right up the street from me. And as I'm walking up the street this time, right on the corner of road number one and road number two where I live, uh, there is a guy with a sign. And this big sign says, the end is nigh. And, you know, I look at him and I kind of roll my eyes and I walk into the Little Caesars and I walk out. And he says, uh, watch out for the truck. And I kind of squint my eyes because I'm on the grass and I'm whatever. I walk back, get on the sidewalk. This guy's Christopher Lloyd. Watch out, Marty. Watch out for the <laughs> Uh, so I get back to my house and I sit down in front of the television. I eat my crazy calzone and then crunch. What the? Whoa! I pull out a little, a little toy truck from my crazy calzone and I say he was right. And then I go back up to the thing to be like, "How did you know?" But he's not get hit by he, a truck. <laughs> he's not there anymore. <laughs> it's just his sign that says the end is nigh. And I go, "What if it is?" And so I. Go back home. I immediately order a radiation suit from Amazon.com. I order a gas mask. I order <laughs> from uh, Wish. A from Wish. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's true. I order all this shit from Wish. So when it gets to me, like the radiation suit is, it covers my whole body, but there are like little slits down the like front <laughs> and side, and like it would never actually work in a real scenario. Speed slits. Yeah, is what they call the them. gas mask. Is yeah, <laughs> to allow me to run faster in a real radiation scenario. Uh, the gas mask has a, it's like a little miniature sized gas mask that I could just put over my nose and mouth. I thought it was a big one. Uh, so I am, I'm all decked out. I'm prepared for the apocalypse, but there are some gaps in it here and there where I feel like maybe I could excuse some shit, but I am wearing a full radiation suit. Um, not a great song. Hey, those speed slits, those speed slits show a little skin. You know, I am. I didn't mention I am naked under the radiation. Because the, the directions you say, please wear no clothes yeah, under exactly, this. Yeah, <laughs> We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, Ev. We talked about the world ending uh, earlier in the podcast quite a few times, and so did the Bare Naked Ladies. What do you think? Which, which holiday do you think would make for the best end of the world theme? Ooh. Since we just we just got out of New Year's, we just got out of the Crimbus, we got out of the Hanukkah. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you think in holiday themed and and uh, days? I mean, from, from a from purely non ironic standpoint, I think the big reset, the big countdown of a New Year's, it kind of lends itself to uh, the apocalypse, right? Yeah. But if we're if we're talking about what would be a fun setting for like a movie, an apocalypse movie. I think maybe a St. Patrick's Day would be a fun one, right? <laughs> yeah, if all this shit is going down, but people don't care enough because they're all drunk, like, there's some fun to that, right? Leprechauns keep killing people, <laughs> bruh. I don't know, what do you think? Valentine's Day? 
Oh, like a Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day's good. That was kind of an apocalypse scenario for Bill Murray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. was, yeah, I think we've talked about it before. Wasn't it for like 157 years or something? Uh, I think it's a several thousand years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but... Well, catch me up on this again, because I'm sure our listeners have forgotten yeah. as well, since we did it back in like, you know, Bopes days. Bopes days. Um, how long was Phil stuck in Groundhog Day? 10,000 years. 10,000 years he was trapped. And how did they come to that? Oh, it was in an early version of the script, apparently, where it said that. Oh. Uh, so maybe that's not real anymore? Yeah, it doesn't seem, that doesn't seem right, because... Oh, 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 Harold Ramis says 30 or 40 years. Okay. Still, still a nice, nice, a nice chunk a of tang. Big chunk of tang, as you always say. <laughs> so wait, so it'd be funny because like, it'd be like Groundhog Day, but for everybody. So ever, so not, so like not just Bill Murray is not just you are trapped in the day, but literally all of humanity is trapped in the same day over and over and over and over and over again. Well, that's how would that just, be any different yeah. than real? Life? <laughs> well, it'd just be your. Well, the season, the season would never change. Okay. So it'd always be early is spring. Is there a reverse Groundhog Day movie? Where you're just trapped in regular Where time? everybody's everybody's <laughs> regular, but one person is living the same day over and over again? I guess that's just dementia. That's gr <laughs> that's Groundhog Day. No, but I'm talking about, like, he he's moving with time, but he thinks he's living the same day over and over again. He's repeating the same actions. He's, like, he's living, he's doing the same thing he did that day. Bill Murray had free will. So we could have, we could have, we could be in that movie, I yeah. think, because you, th you, you think you're going forward in yeah. time, but I could be living the same day over and over again, and you would never know. Well, actually, you would if I told you. Never mind, we couldn't be. No, in that movie. what I'm saying is, we could all be actors in the Truman all Show. Eight million, we could. Oh, man, I don't want to spoil it for you. I can't wait till you turn 45 and you get all the secrets revealed to you. Um. What I'm saying... You and me both. What brother. I'm saying is one person is trapped in time out of time. This is not making any sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It doesn't make it... I'm, I'm not following what so you're doing in, here. So in Groundhog Day, everybody was living the same day except Bill Murray kind of broke out and he had free will. He was still living the day, but he could do whatever he wanted within that day. Right? Correct. This movie, everybody has free will in the whole world and time is moving on for them. But even though time is moving on, Bill Murray is forced to live out the same things he did in that day over and over again, even though it's subsequent days now. So he, like, gets up in the morning, walks into yeah. a wall because they've changed the layout of the house. Exactly. And then he... So just, like, there's just, like, a point in time where he just dies immediately every day <laughs> because, like, because they've knocked the house down where he woke up on the third floor of, so he wakes up, falls 50 feet, is killed. End well, of day. I think we would have to make... And he just does that over and over <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> Oh my god, that would become the cryptid. It's just the the falling man. Every night at midnight, there's a man that falls 50 feet from this location. But they would have built something in its place, right? What if they built, like, a hotel in its place, but, like, now he's trapped in between floors? In <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, wow, what a nightmare scenario that, uh, that, that... That yeah, is. That's a. That's a. That's a I'm real. Just, I'm real glad my toughen. brain was able to form the words that made you understand this impossible thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It took it a while. Really it really did took a take while. a while. We got there. Okay. We got there. Um. Anyway. Uh. Do you know who else lives the same day over and over again? 
They them theirs. That's right. They them theirs. They them theirs is a podcast. What happens in they them theirs? <laughs> and <laughs> Rain and Casey are non-binary. And once a month, they'll sit down and talk about whatever they want. We're here. We're queer. Let's talk about shit. So how many episodes are there? Uh, 28. And the latest episode came out November 8th, 2021. It was with... Oh, so it actually they're actually That's keeping right. up. That's right. Riley okay. L... I was about to call Riley out. L. Hopkins, goof peddler. This month, Rain is joined by Riley Hopkins to discuss repressed and father-confirmed childhood clown trauma. One time a clown sniffed my shoe and he said P.U. Uh, entertaining as a means of connection. Game design. How the heck do you do that? Stephen King's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Riley's gender JPEGs. Bionicle curse. And the worst Popeye impression Rain's ever heard. For all the listeners, Saker just stopped and is now smiling into the camera like he's uh, finished something. He's, he's proud of what he just Pick said. Pick up the ball, Evan. <laughs> Are you going to listen to They Them Theirs right after I record? No. Okay. Could be fun. You didn't really sell me. You didn't really sell me on it. Could be fun. They're... Do a do, do an impression of the Popeye okay. impression. Huck 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 huck. Huck 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 huck. Very defined cucks. Cuck, 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 cuck. I once me spinach. Okay, oh, sorry, hold on. Cuck, cuck, cuck. Gimme the beats. Gimme the beats. I love beats. Red beats make my piece turn red. Hot red piss. Cuck, cuck, cuck. If only Popeye had been. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I gladly pay you Tuesday for some red beet piss today. Oh man, what would Bluto be like? Oh, cuck over your Popeye. Killed killed another dog. What would avocado oil be like? Oh, Popeye! Popeye loves you. I've gone and sat on the baby again. Whoa, Mr. Popeye. Mr. Popeye. What was that baby called? I feel like it's like sweet pea or some sweet shit like pea that. Sweet pea is exactly what it was. You got it one. Yeah, little shadow. <laughs> and we're back with more. It's all been done. A bare naked ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin. I forget what song we're doing. New disaster. Okay, now's the time when we yeah. spin that big wheel and figure out what we're doing today. <gasps> Peterborough and the Kawarthas. You and the narrator of this song are going on vacation. Where do you go and what do you do? I'm realizing this one is a lot like another postcard. Very similar yeah. ideas, except you get to except define what you except do. Except we're involved now. Yeah, we're, yeah, that's true. So we are going, is this person, and here's where the narrator confusion comes in for me. So is this person someone who is critical of the media? Or is this like the media themselves? This is like your old friend from undergrad mm-hmm. who just posts like Occupy Democrats memes. Okay. All right. So things that are verifiably false, but that you want to believe are true sort okay. of thing. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. And also totally out of, out of fucking uh, date stuff like the non-specific gender urge to elect more Democratic senators. Um. So okay. So where does somebody go who is a basic bitch? Is I think the person that you're describing here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't like know. Like Cancun. 
Yeah, or or like a, a Myrtle Beach. Oh, Outer Banks. Outer Banks. OBX. There we go. There it is. Okay. Martha's their their family's uh, timeshare in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that's a good one. Their family's timeshare in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and their family's timeshare at Putin Bay. Putin Bay. There it is. Oh, that's a good one too. Um, so what do you do? I think you go to a winery. Yeah, it's like one of those like when you go on vacation with your mom, basically things like where, you know, there is a there are activities, but they're really spaced out and yeah. you're given a lot of time to just like wander the premises. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the space acti- activities are things like, you know, we're going to see this historical place. Yeah, we're going to go see Old Fort Sumter. Yes, exactly. A historic Williamsburg. <laughs> yes, and then there's like a uh, there's a, a bus tour of Savannah, Georgia. Surely a bus tour. Maybe if your mom's feeling spicy, there's some sort of late night ghost tour of the location as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to see like some local local theater. Yeah, yeah, most definitely local theater. And this restaurant that's rated five stars on Yelp. I hear it's really good. They serve sort of Americana, like burgers and stuff. Um, is this person really a basic? I guess because the message is so facile, right? Yeah. Is that where yeah. we're getting that from? Yeah, okay. and also like it's a uh, the reason why they chose this is because this uh, this hotel pro- this promotes itself as having a zero carbon footprint. Oh sure, but also even though it, it very clearly doesn't. I mean, it very clearly doesn't. It has a zero carbon footprint because they bought a lot of carbon offsets from yes. like shady dealers. Yeah, yeah. So they can feel better about themselves. Well, but the narrator also had a bunch of points on their card, and this is really one of the only hotels where they can redeem their points. So yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. The points on their 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 protest card. Their protest like card. Post, post or no? They do like the they do one of those um online things where you like answer surveys oh yeah like uh you get like points and they they won one of like the giveaways so they got this like this like weekend getaway to put in bay yeah i oh you go out go out out like a fucking sailboat yeah oh maybe one of those paddle not paddle boats but those uh where you kind of a pedal boat pedal Pedal boats yes yes definitely not on a pedal boat but you're definitely going out like on a sailboat yeah where like lunch is included oh yeah you're out there and like the captain's like some surly guy who doesn't talk to you but his wife's super nice and she's just in the like the cat the um the mess the whole time like making you some like you know, watercress Man, sandwiches and shit i hate that this actually sounds like really fun to me like i want to <laughs> i want this vacation it sounds relaxing. Really? i don't know it sounds relaxing i don't want to be relaxed on a vacation i want to be entertained on a vacation yeah that's true too well we went on vacation together it's always been entertaining yeah, yeah. Find, find fun stuff to do um do you, i don't feel like this person even goes to protests i feel like they post on facebook they retweet Whenever yeah. there's a protest happening, the mm-hmm. the visibility is the important part to them. Yep, and I feel like occasionally they'll like they'll like toss five bucks to a uh, yes. organization or something like that. Yeah, uh, you know, but they don't support the message or even understand the message. Honestly, that'd be true. Like wow. they 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 say they're interested in the pro. They like click interested or yes. like they don't. They'll never click going. Yeah, yeah. to a protest. Yeah. Oh, this is sad. This may be depressed just now. They've got lots of reasons not to go. I mean, with the COVID outbreak, they got right, a family, they got, they got family. kids, yep, you know. Yep. Uh-oh, Ebo. <laughs> We're describing at least me. Uh, yeah, I haven't been to a protest since the start of pandemic, I honestly. I feel bad, but... I think the last protest I went to was with you. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Good times. Great country flavor. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now it's time to take an email from our friends. Our fans are statistical little squirrels. Um, Hey, we need more emails, so send us some more emails. Also, I do want to give a huge fucking shout-out to our friend Jamie. Uh, 
I asked, I put it out there. I put it out there to the universe and said, Way of the Heart only exists on vinyl. I cannot find it anywhere. Jamie was good enough to send us an MP3 copy of Way of the Heart that they ripped off of their vinyl and wrote, transcribed the lyrics for us. How fucking kind is that shit? Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Thank, Jamie, thank you, you. Thank you, Jamie. Thank uh, you. You're you're a prince, princess. You're a, a you're royalty. Gender specified <laughs> gentry. Um, we do need more emails. Please email us. It's openedonpodcast at gmail.com. Here's a question from our friend Matt. Hi, Matt. Matt says, "Hey guys, as requested." I said, "Okay." Yeah, we hello. already Matt. We covered that. As recover as requested, I'm writing you back. You did answer my question. Now, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about here. Just, just an <laughs> FYI. Okay. And I will say more nice things about you. I want to thank you for introducing me to the back half of the BNL catalog because I would have never listened to Grinning Streak on my own and found a good song like Limits. Okay, goodbye. Actually, I do have <laughs> a question. A little background for my question. I'm from Detroit, Go Blue, oh, and because yeah. of our proximity to Windsor, BNL still plays a 15,000-person amphitheater in this area whenever on tour. In 2001, BNL played three sold-out shows here, and I went to all three. The set list wow. was the same for every show. That sucks. But oh. the ad-libs and joke songs were different in each performance. So my question is, you are able to magically transport back to the front row center of a BNL show in 2001, and you can do this every day. The catch <laughs> is, you have to do it every day or you lose the power. How many times could you see the boys playing at their peak with the same set list but different ad-libs every time? Again, thanks for the laughs, Matt. I fucking love this question. Yeah. You, you can Groundhog Day yourself, but so, only for BNL concerts. Here's the limit. Here's what I'm going to put out. That is not time taken out of your day. When you zap, you're you're gone for one second in real time. But you're there for two hours at the am BNL I, concert. Am I there by myself, or can I bring other people, other people with me? Not. Nah, like I and shit? think it's got to be just you. And is it the same concert? Like, so the people around me are the same people every time, or is it a different crowd? I think you can go to whichever it says. Yeah, because it's going to be different ad libs and stuff. So it's going to be you can go to any of their concerts in the year of two thousand one. Does that make I sense? Think I w- yes. Yes. Okay. But if you go to the same concert twice, the ad libs will be the same. Though. That's true. Yeah, after a while you would run out. I think that's important to note is that, you know, you can't do it forever. Um so boy oh boy, let me look up. They did 98 concerts in 2001. So I'm going by myself. Do I get like free beer and stuff? Can I go to like the beer tent and get beer and snacks? Well, here's the thing. Do I have money in my pocket when I show up? You have the money in your pocket that you have when you choose to use the power. So you but have to hopefully. When I spend the money, when do I when I come back? Do I? No, it's spent. Does the money refresh? No. Oh, so I'm spending my own money and every time. Additionally, you're not. You, this is making this worse. You have to make. Oh, I'm not trying to make it better. I'm trying to make it real. This is what it is, baby. Uh, I'm. Uh, you have to make sure to not bring money from later than 2001 back, or else they're gonna get suspicious. What happens? Who's going to get suspicious? The beer vendor. They're going to be like, wait a second. It's not 2007. These, these serial numbers. Are, <laughs> Franklin's face is huge. Um, like, oh, God. But like, you're going back in time, but it's like, you can't, you you can't cause a singularity. You can't cause like a, 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 like a rip in the fabric of time, though, if you do something like, like if you shoot Stephen Page yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess what if you die? 
I mean, do you, you die, die? If you die in the concert, you, you die, die for real. real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, here's the thing. I'm looking this up, and they did do a different set list at every location. So what is this question? Is the question same location but different ad-libs every time? I think what's happened... Okay, so that you can go back to 2001. I think the, the 2001 is just you go back and see BNL at their prime. Right. Like, this is post-stunt BNL. Um, but we're in a BNL pocket dimension where they're playing the same... Build, where they play their... Where they play their... They play the same concert, but then they do the new ad Different ad-libs. Okay, 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 okay. So is there a crowd or is it a pocket dimension of just me and BNL? Can I get concert. on stage and kiss Steven he said, Page? He said concert, okay. right? So who are all these other people? Um... I don't think that they're real. I think they're... It's... Well, here's the theory. You know, like, they seem real, they act real. Right. Like, but I don't think they are real. I think they're made every time, because it's the... You said they were different people every time. Yeah. Right? So, well, I mean, I, you I can, didn't say anything, but sure. Okay. Well, you said you were surrounded by different people. Oh, at different concerts. Said, yes. Okay, different sure, concerts. sure, yeah. sure, So sure. you show up at a, diff- a fundamentally different concert. So you show up at a venue that is, like, procedurally generated. Right. At least as far as you know. AI, okay. With people that are that are procedurally generated. So right. I feel like... The question isn't how many times would I do this? It's how many times would I actually listen to the concert before I started doing fucking insane shit? Well, absolutely. Before you brought a machete and just started yeah. like killing yeah. people. Yeah. Like I think like I think there's like so I guess my answer is I'd probably listen to the concert three times. Yeah. And then I would start like trying to figure out how to real the people yes. were around. Yeah, how like what happens when I start like acting out? And I yes. feel like that's going to take me like another 10, 20 times to figure <laughs> out like the, the wall, like the posted limits on this. Right. And then I'm going to start going ape shit. Oh my God. Once I figure out these aren't real people, this isn't a real place. What I do doesn't affect my real life. Then I just treat it like my own personal holodeck with a concert going on. Yeah. Um, but, but here's the thing. Like if I pull out a machete and start hacking people down, they're going to beat me to death. Right. As a crowd. Yeah, maybe. But I think every time you do it, like, before you're done, before you zap out, before the concert ends, you see one man with sad eyes in the audience every time, and you begin to realize it's the same man every time. And that puts this in your head like, wait a second, are these real? How is that person procedurally generated the same every time? Why can I never kill him? He's always so far away from me. And his name is Peter. And how do you, I mean, what do you do? Do you talk to him? Do you, oh you'd man. Have to, you'd have to try and hunt him down. Yeah, you would have to hunt down Peter. And that, it becomes the hunt for Peter. And then when you finally corner him, he tells you that actually you're a battery in the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I could do it. I think you're right. If if you could, if it were truly your own, God, it would turn me into a sociopath in real life, though. I'd be afraid of no, who I would no, become. No, 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 I don't think so. If, if I had that tactile sensation of slicing through someone's neck with a machete... I like that you went like immediately to murder. Like I do, I do a lot of stuff. Like, what would I don't you know, do? Probably a fuck a lot of people. What? What if it's not? I mean, what if they're not? They're not. I've got for. Well, I guess they're procedurally generated. So I just keep. I just keep finding keep out. Like generating I just it until find, you found. I'd find the amenable. sluttiest people. I'd find the sluttiest people in the audience, and I'd see if we can make out and do more in like the fucking public restroom. Okay, I didn't know it was possible. I didn't know they had genitalia. Everything's possible, Saker. <laughs> Everything. The only thing is, if you die in this, if you die in the concert, you die in real life. God, is the only uh, the one so time. Be, so that's why you wouldn't be a sociopath, right? Yes. Because if they if the crowd beats you to death, you're done. Yeah, they'll actually kill you. Sure. Yeah, but what if, I mean, you go up to somebody and say, hey, you want to make out? 
and then their procedurally generated fucking muscled boyfriend comes up to you and is like, what did you say? That, I mean, you could be beaten to death by doing anything out of the norm. Yeah, you gotta be a little careful. It doesn't sound like you're being very careful. What if you get an STD? What if the proce- What if it's a procedurally generated <laughs> STD that doesn't exist in the real world? You, you get got, blonder flops. <laughs> you got galloping gonads. <laughs> Where your balls just won't stop bouncing. <laughs> yeah, they keep moving around. Galloping yeah. gonads. So I guess... That um, sounds like something Robin would say. Galloping gonads, Batman. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the blush is off the rose pretty quickly. Like once I, yeah, I think I think it'd be almost better if you went to the same concert every time. The only thing that differed was the um, the riffs. Okay, sure, the ad libs and because then you could then you could track down exactly who you like. It'd be like a what's that movie with Andy Samberg where he's stuck at the wedding party? Palm Springs came out. Palm Springs were like in 2018 or something. Yeah, it'd be like that. Only you can go back to your regular life anytime you want. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of your, it's your quiet place. Not, it's not quiet. And I guess you could, Fuck. you could get away, like, as long as you aren't killed quickly. Yeah. You could, like, bring a gun and just start shooting and then pop back, you know, whatever. Or what I would do is, like, oh my god, do you know exactly what I would do? I would try. And also, I don't, I, I don't have any desire to shoot people. Like, I don't think that I would do that even if I could. Just to see what it's like. <laughs> if no. it's If it's meaningless? If you don't I mean, think it if, matters? Even if I could, if it was meaningless... I think it would make it even less interesting to me because like mm. the only reason I would shoot someone is if I felt like they needed to die, like to make the world a better place. Okay. Like Donald Trump, I would, if I get away shooting Donald Trump, I would. Okay. Okay. Like if I knew for a hundred, but like, I'm not going to shoot a stranger just because, especially if they die in a realistic way, but you play that seems video horrible games. to me. Right. But like, I know, I mean, I know they're not real and I feel like, but you I know feel these like, people but are- wait, wait. But the difference is, I'm not literally killing someone. I feel like I would get PTSD yeah, from this. Yeah, I would agree. Probably. Like, this would be not a fun thing for me. Here's what I would do. The one I would choose is I would go back to February 12th uh, at the uh, Stuart C. Siegel Center in Richmond, Virginia. And the first thing I would do is, the Brandon Ladies would start. I would leave the venue. How far <laughs> can I get? I would hop in a car and drive to Washington, D.C. and warn so them about like- the terror attacks on September 11th, 2001. <laughs> I don't think you can leave the venue. What happens? I think I think that like when you it's like one of those things where you like run out into the street but you just run in another door. Oh no. Venue. Okay. Yeah, I think you're I think that I think they're you're bounded in the venue. Okay. And I think the people are the same, the crowd is the same, the BNL boys are the same. Right. The only thing that changes are the riffs. Okay. Okay. Uh then I could do it for the rest of my life. Well, I guess do people even react to you then? Are they just like uh they act exactly the same? So this is the situation where they're all in the groundhog day. Yeah, and um, you're and they, you're repeating. Yeah, and they don't even react to you. Yeah. Like, say if you like, if you did, I don't know, pinch somebody or something, they wouldn't even notice. Why? Oh, they're because they're stuck in their they, loop. Yeah, they're so stuck in their loop. So you wouldn't be they able to have sex with all your good buddies. I could. It'd just be basically uh, like masturbating to a computer program, I guess. Not if you're interacting with them. If we are skirting some, but they're not real. T- they're not real. And yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with this segment. Matt, yeah. the the answer is I don't know forever for me. Uh, it's, if if I can't do anything but listen to the song and watch the thing, probably three times. And kill people. <laughs> no, I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> I'm very clear about that. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Oh, Ebo, a classic, oh, cl- classic app. 
<laughs> they get better and better every time. <laughs> I'm like the bare naked. Actually, this has been a pretty good album. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's, it's been a fun one. Um, Ebo, what? Do you ever get an itch in your ear? <laughs> We're back in those commercials. <laughs> yeah, all the fucking time I have an itch in my ear. Are you yeah. doing a little uh, twist of the earbud to get rid of it? No, I don't mess around with that. I'll, I'll do. A, I do a finger in the ear. You do a Q-tip. No, not... You mess around with a Q-tip. I don't think you want to get something that deep into your ear. I'm told. I don't think so, but it feels good. It feels good. I mean, there's a lot of things I do that aren't good for me that I do. Yeah, uh, I mean, just that like like swirling around that little Q-tip inside, like in your brain, yeah. and you just feel like the like your head vibrates oh, and just feels so good. Forget the name of my oh. fourth grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about her name anyway? Right, Miss Whatever. Um, Ed, but what are you plugging this week? Your fourth grade teacher? <laughs> fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Don't remember her name. Oh. I do remember she said Washington instead of Washington. Holy shit. I can do first grade, Mrs. Peterson. Second yeah. grade, Mrs. Daleski. Third yep. grade, Mrs. Perilla? Before uh, Perillo. Th- for, for Perillo, thank you. Fourth grade, I've forgotten as well. Yeah, I don't know what it is about fourth grade. Like I can I can name my first, second, third grade teachers, but fourth grade, I can see her face. Wow. I know what she looks like and I know she said Washington. Wow. That's that's fucked up. Can anyone write into us if you can remember the name of your fourth grade teacher because I'm beginning to think this might be an international conspiracy. Yes, this might be a Mandela effect. This might be none of Did us fourth actually Fourth grade might not have actually existed. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Well, Ev, what are you plugging? Um, I'm going to um, Mrs. Peterson, my first grade teacher. I feel bad for her because I remember the one time Tim Bestick went up to her desk to tell her that he was feeling sick and that he just vomited all over her as soon as he opened his mouth. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Peterson. Well, good luck. Did she have to change? Did she get to change clothes or I what? How did that? How did that play I, out? All I remember is that moment in my head. I don't remember anything else besides that moment. I'm sure that she had to change, but she didn't have clothes with her, did she? No, she would, you probably had to have like a substitute watch you for a little that, bit while. That uh... sucks. Oof. All right. Well, anyway, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week.